you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. preach from here because I like to be by the Advent candle, the Advent wreath. It's such a symbol of hope for us. And the readings are reflective of that hope. Little background, Jesse is the father of David, King David, one of seven kids, seven boys. Jesse, uh, this period is a good thousand BC, maybe earlier. Jesse is a farmer. And his sons are farmers, likewise, taking care of sheep and, and their herds. And it's to that family that the prophet Samuel was sent to anoint the youngest boy, Jesse, to be the first king of Israel. Very important person. And his name is David. Everything refers back to David. Tracing our family trees is very popular now our lineage, our heritage, no matter what background, we all should have some knowledge of our roots and some of our roots and our ancestors might embarrass us and some of them might make us proud. It doesn't matter, they're people and what we do with our lives and our information is really up to us. So we might have someone in our history who is a murderer and Jesus did too. He had people who were murderers. And we might have people in our history that we're so proud of, we, we can't stand to, to praise them enough. And Jesus did too. We can name Mary for one, and other members of his family. So as a church, it's important for us to realize as human beings, we can trace our history back physically to the birth of Jesus Christ, but even before him, the predictions came that from the root of Jesse, his ancestor, thousand years before Jesus, from his roots will blossom a flower. Well, we look back on those roots and we realize that if we trace the family tree of Jesse, the flower of the family tree, thousand years later, is Jesus. Maybe each of you are the fl flowers of your family trees. Maybe each of you are, is a special branch of your family trees. One day, my nephew, Michael, was talking about a member of our family that didn't keep a bargain with us, didn't stay faithful to the family, and eventually we lost contact with her. And Michael said, well, you know, and he's, he was a teenager then, he said, well, you know, it's like the trees outside. We just lost one of the branches of our family tree. <laughs> and it, it's, it was sad, but real. Y you, you deal with what you got, the cards you got to dealt with. So we're not talking about our family tree, my family tree, or your family tree. We're talking about the family tree of Jesus. 
When that's established, the prophet Isaiah says, you can't imagine how peaceful my kingdom will be. And he gives us examples. Because it's all of the world taking part in the flower of hope, Jesus Christ. And Isaiah saw this thousands of years before Jesus ever comes on the scene. He talks about this. Isaiah, the prophet, predicts that this flower, and he didn't even know Jesus, this flower will be the establishment of peace in my kingdom. Now, we realize that Isaiah is talking about the eternal kingdom and the local kingdom, Israel. And in Israel, there's a mount, many, but one that's very important, Zion. And that's the mount upon which the temple was built. When God talks about, through Isaiah, gathering people on my holy mountain, we go eternal and we go local. Eternal is the world as established by God. The mountain will be everyone gathered together. We haven't gotten there yet. And the local mountain, of course, was Israel and the people coming together. But listen, as you just heard, listen to the beauty of hope that the prophet paints for us. These are ideals. These are attributes and characteristics that we should work toward every day in our life, our personal lives and our communal life as a church. The hope of justice, the hope of serving the afflicted, the hope of putting away the wicked, the hope of being close to this Messiah, that we will be in such awe of him. The phrase fear of the Lord refers to that. He will establish such awe. Go back to the temple. In the temple, there's the Holy of Holies, which was the Ark of the Covenant. When people came to that area of the temple, they were in awe. They were in fear of the Lord. Same phrase. When we come here, we have the tabernacle. We have the presence of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. And we should be awestruck every time we come to church. And of course, we do. We make the sign of the cross. We genuflect. We come in private prayer. We spend time with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. So we are holding him in awe, but the goal is that the world, the universe, has to arrive there and hold him in awe. And the root of Jesse, his ancestor growing up, will be established as a sign for all nations. So that's the goal of Advent, that we work toward the hope of the root of Jesse, Jesus, being set up as a sign for all people. And we know what the goal is once we're, we're in that process. The goal is justice and taking care of the afflicted, not seeing color in people, but seeing oneness as brothers and sisters. This is God, this is not me talking. 
And he's not politically correct. He's just correct. That we have to hold each other in this hopeful presence of God. And he, he wants us to work toward it. And the original Advent worked toward it. And it, we commemorate December 25th. Accurate, not, not so accurate, the physical date of the birth of Jesus. But that's our commemoration. So the original waiting was answered on December 25th with the birth of the Messiah. And then the covenant should have been blossoming. But you know what happened. He wasn't accepted by everyone. He's accepted by a branch, you might say, of the physical tree. So we still have the goal of establishing the root of Jesse on the mountain of the Lord for all nations. And that is such a hopeful sign during this period. I mean, especially during this, really, 2020. We have to live in hope. God hears us as we pray for justice and political peace in our country. As we pray and work toward appropriate health care for those who are suffering. Yes, with the COVID, but anyone who's afflicted. And each of us in our own way, through prayer, through sacrifice, through charity, is invited to join this march to the holy mountain of the Lord. Jesus lets us in to his prayer with God the Father in this Gospel of Luke. And he says to God the Father, inspired by the Holy Spirit, I give praise to you, Father, heaven and earth, of heaven and earth, for you've hidden these things from the wise and the, and the famous, but you've revealed them to children. And we're his children, children of God the Father. We have the mystery. We have the solution. We have the, the map. We have the direction. We have the root, Jesus Christ. So as we journey together during the season of Advent, Let's pray the prayer of the, of the psalmist. Justice shall flourish in his time and the fullness of peace forever. The next person we speak to, speak to him or her in peace. The next person you pass on the street, indicate to that person that he or she is a member of the body of Christ and the family of God and treat them with respect and appreciation that we are together building this temple of peace, building the mountain of peace where God will be all in all. This is a journey we're on in Advent. It's a hopeful journey. Let's journey together with that hope. If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a dentist, but instead of filling you in on ways to save on your policies, he'd probably be too busy filling in that loose crown. 
Or you could talk to your local Geico agent who will use their expertise to polish up your policies from home and auto to renters, motorcycle, boat, and RV too. So while, yes, your dentist can save your smile, your Geico agent could save you money, which will make you use that smile a whole lot more. To find a Geico agent near you, visit geico.com slash local. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.